How's it going, everybody? Here to do a pseudo follow-up to talking about everything Warner Brothers, because it came out that um, Greg Berlanti is someone that they're looking at to maybe be the Kevin Feige of everything DC. Um, of course, they haven't actually officially picked anyone yet, but he's one of the names. And for anyone who maybe doesn't know who Greg Berlanti is... He directed the movie Love, Simon, but more importantly, as far as superhero things go, he is the showrunner, the producer behind the entire Arrowverse and CW-verse stuff. We're talking Arrow, The Flash, um, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, Riverdale, all of that. That's... He's the one behind all that, heading it up. I just wanted to give my thoughts really quick. Um, here's the thing. I loved the first season of Arrow. I I only got through half of season two because it got really soap, soap opera-y uh, and, and, and everything like that. But I love Stephen Amell. I like all the actors, you know, and everything. Um, but yeah, you know, um, and I love, love Simon. I love, love Simon. Um, you know, I don't know, you know, it's hard for me to say because it's not that I don't have my opinions and and my thoughts on everything, but it's like, I don't know DC as much as I do Marvel and I don't know celebrities or business people or social media influencers that I would even think would be a good, you know, pseudo Kevin Feige, you know? Because if really they're wanting someone to be their Feige, that's what you need. You need someone that has the industry... Uh, experience, but also someone that knows DC. And so I don't know, you know, I don't know, would that be? I mean, I know for years, people throw around Jeff Johns. Of course, he's been really controversial in the last handful of years, you know, and, and I don't, I don't remember everything that's happened. So I can't remember whether that's necessarily anything to do with him or just because you know how people like to blow things out of proportion, you know? But, you know, I don't know, you know? I definitely think DC needs a Kevin Feige. They need someone to head up everything and be the yes and no man. Someone that actually knows the material, has a plan. But, you know, I don't know. And I guess a... 1.5 conversation um, that we could add to this too is honestly I know Zaslav is trying to bend over backwards to make this Flash movie work and look I'm not gonna lie I'm I'm interested again you know until I've said before and I'll say it again here unless Zaslav himself comes out and full on 
full on, not beating around the bush. I mean, full on addresses the Ezra Miller situation. I'm not going to go see the movie in the theater until they do so. You have, like, and, and, and look, and, and I feel bad because it is true, Zaslav and everybody at Discovery is inheriting the shit show that was the DC side of things, you know, from the last re- regime. That is not fair. I'll say that up front. But the fact of the matter is, while this whole situation is not your fault, you know, different than the last regime, who it is their fault, everything being in this position, you are still the head of the company and you are still in charge and you are the face. And... If you can't even be bothered to make a statement and just be real with people, then why should I give you my money? You know, Ezra Miller has issues going on. And nobody has stepped in until recently, until way too late, to even try to help them. You know, and... While I am much more luckier now in life than I used to be when I was younger, I still, to some degree, have to pick and choose what movies I want to see each year. Money is not an infinite thing for me. And so next year, if you want The Flash to be one of those slots that I choose to put money down on, you got to throw me a bone. I'm one of these fans that I'm I'm like, you got to throw me a bone on this one. I will go see this movie in theaters. Not only do I like Ezra Miller's Flash, but I've looked forward to this movie ever since that first little first look came out on it. You know, The Flash, in terms of superheroes, is my second favorite DC hero. For me, it goes Batman, and then The Flash, and then Green Lantern, and then Superman... And everybody else after that. Wonder Woman, yada, yada, yada. If we're mixing villains in there, it gets a little bit more complex. But it goes Batman and Flash. You know? Now, I am more of a Wally Flash guy than I am a Barry Allen guy. But I like I like both of them, you know? And, and like I said, even in, in Justice League, as I like to call it, the Joss Whedon version of... Justice League. The Flash for me was one of the high points of that movie. One of the very few good things about it. Because there's not a lot of good things about that one. Um, but it's like, as much as I love The Flash, and as much as I love this imp- interpretation of The Flash, I'm not going to go see this movie. With everything that's happened, if you can't even... Be responsible enough to come out and just be real. Don't worry about making some fake statement. Be real. I mean, prepare a statement for sure. You want it to look good. You're a company. You're a production company. Make it look good. You know, have a statement prepared. But don't be fake. There's a difference between being prepared and being shallow. You know? 
But if you can't even be bothered to say something, I'm not going to spend money. I'll give that money to other movies in your lineup or, you know, to Marvel movies or whatever else, you know. Um, so that's the frustrating thing, you know. Um, and, you know, especially, let's just be real, with everything going on in the world and I feel like we've got 500 diseases going around all at once. I'm not particularly keen to go to the movie theater. You know, I just released a, a statement on Twitter saying, right now, honestly, you know, I want to go see Avatar when it gets re-released in theaters next month in September. Because James Cameron has said that they're updating the special effects on it. And I really want to see what that looks like. Because I love Avatar. But, you know, honestly, at this point, the only movie that I'm like, I can't miss this in the theater, is Avatar The Way of Water. I can wait for Wakanda Forever on Disney+. Plus. I can wait for some of these other movies when they come out on Blu-ray. I don't have to see them in the theater. Avatar was such... Avatar to like I think for me if it's not number one it's in the top three of my favorite experiences seeing a movie for the first time in the theater um, it really is seeing that 3D the way that Cameron used it was phenomenal so I have to see Avatar 2 I can't not miss it the film buff in me will not let me not see that movie in the theater do I have to see the re-release? No, I have it on Blu-ray. And I have the director's cut, which I like a lot better. So I don't need to see it in the theater. If I happen to miss it next month, it would suck because I want to see the updated crap or updated effects, but whatever. But I will not go support the Flash if you can't do this small thing. I will go see Shazam, I'll go see Black Adam, you know. I'll go see the other DC stuff that's coming out. But nah. I'm good, man. I'm good. You know? And again, I'm not even saying that I won't support it to some degree. Because, hey, when it drops on HBO Max, I will watch it. If I like it good enough, I might even be willing to buy it and add it to my collection. But I ain't gonna go see it in the theater. And I know how much studios rely on box office. DVD sales, most of the time, not even a fraction of the box office. Don't get me wrong. DVD sales help, especially when you're talking about worldwide. It absolutely is a lot of money. But it's still only a fraction of what the box office usually does. And it's like, it's just, look, I have my morals and I'm not going to break them. I'm just, I'm not. You know? Um, so. And especially too. Because I also look at it at this. Even though we're talking about DC specifically right now. It's not just one franchise. Ezra Miller has fucked up for you guys. It's two. What the hell are you going to do with Fantastic Beasts? You got Fantastic Beasts and DC. All in shambles. Because. Of, well. Not exactly, but I'm going to finish the sentence. But because of one person. And you can't release a statement. Just 
being brutally honest, just come out and say, look, guys, this is a tough situation. We have our own personal feelings on it. I don't really like the situation we're in. You know, we're, we're still trying to figure out as a company what we feel the best option is. We really do think this is a good movie and we really would love to release it because we think audiences will enjoy it. But it's also tough because we also know that Ezra Miller is a very troubled being. And he's done some things in the last year that we as a company vehemently disagree with. You know, and we're trying to figure out whether it's worth protecting our investment or if it would be a hindrance to our company and the standards that we have while releasing it. We are still trying to figure all this stuff out. We recognize that there's a lot of you out there that feel a certain way about it and we hear you. We understand and some of us might even fully agree with you. Uh, When we have a plan, when we know what we want to do, assuming nothing further happens with Miller, we will release our plan. Uh, But we just ask for more time to weigh our options and really try to figure this out. That's all they have to say. If if Zaslav came out and said something on those lines, I'd be like, hey, bud, you do what you got to do. If you choose to release this, I will go support you. Thank you for coming out and saying something. But when you can't even come out and address it at all, to me, that says a lot. Because when you look at a company like Disney, now, granted... This hasn't happened, this didn't happen very many times at all while Iger was there. But I remember at least twice situations coming up where Bob Iger just came out and was like, look, here's the deal. And he was just honest. And again, it was prepared, it was put together. It wasn't him just talking off the cuff, it being 100% genuine, but it was honest. And he, he talked to the public and was like, look, here's the deal. This is where we're at as a company, and this is what we got to do. We know not everybody is going to agree with it, and we respect that, but it is what it is. That's all I'm asking for. Just show me your cards. In, in card game lingo, just put your cards on the table. That's all I want. You know? What's really going on in your head? Where do you stand on all of this? You know? Nobody's asking for you to have an answer that you're comfortable with because things are constantly evolving. Say something. So that's my thoughts. What about you? Thanks for listening, and I will see you guys in the next podcast. Peace out.